Hello and welcome to the Attribution Marketing Podcast, where we help businesses, brands, and entrepreneurs get more out of their marketing and advertising spend. On today's episode, we have Stu Crum, the Chief Executive Officer at True Blue Car Wash. Stu has made a career out of being in leadership positions in all types of these automotive enterprises that we've all heard of and help them scale, help them grow, and really turn these organizations around. Stu has helped all these brands that we're all familiar with, like Bridgestone and Jiffy Lube, and now he is taking over the car wash industry by storm. So Stu, thank you so much for being with us. How are you? Great, Lucas. Great to join you and uh, looking forward to having a discussion on marketing and, and how you grow the brand. Awesome. So please just tell us quickly, how do you get into the position where you are this like CEO of all these sort of automotive related businesses and you, you help them scale up and franchise and get more locations? Just talk us through the career arc that brought you to this point. Lucas, the good thing about being old is sometimes they just let you take over the reins of companies. But no, in, in, in all seriousness, I really started in operations out of college and learn how to run one site and then five sites. And eventually it was 20, then 100, then went to New Zealand and ran New Zealand and went to Latin America and ran 38 countries in Latin America. And, and I think it's just all progressive. It's, when you're talking about operations and businesses I've run, it's really all about leadership and how you lead people and, and how you treat people. And I've always believed in servant leadership as I've led. And I think I've been very, very blessed and, and a little bit lucky along the way and very fortunate to have the career I had. So tell us about the servant leadership, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to parlay that into how that kind of spills over into marketing and the experience that customers have. But talk us through how internally that sort of servant leadership mentality makes it through to everyone in the organization. Break that down for us. Yeah. So I think different people have different definitions, even of servant leadership. But the way I've always looked at servant leadership is I look at a team as a wheel. And this particular team has 550 members. So we have 550 spokes to this wheel. When I was running Bridgestone, I had 23,000 teammates and I had 23,000 spokes and, and no one's better. No one's worse. We all have a role to play and we all are never have too big of a job that we can't help the other person uh, succeed. So I, I look at it as my role is, is opening doors and, and breaking down barriers for people to succeed. I've always had a hundred percent open door policy. So no matter where uh, somebody has sat in, in, in a position with a company, they've had an open door to me. I answer emails 24 hours a day. And servant leadership to me is just literally serving from top and completely letting the, the, the organization know that, that you are here to serve them as opposed to they serve you. Fantastic. So I know throughout your headquarters there and in other places around on your various sites, you have these sort of vision and values and it's the North Star, if you will. So talk us through some of those and how it keeps everybody aligned and keeps everyone on the same page with what those values are. So we have, I sat down with our leadership team when we actually started this organization and we said, what are the things that are important to us that if we want to grow and to become one of the top car wash marketers in the United States, what are the things we need to do? And we actually brainstormed what are those key core values. And we identified five, five core values. And, and those are respect, service, teamwork, recognition, integrity. And we defined what each of those meant. Respecting the people that you work with is extremely accepting everyone for who they are, even if they're different or disagree with you. Recognition, giving praise and gratitude while celebrating the success of our teammates. Integrity, having the quality of being honest and having strong principles. Integrity is doing the right thing, even when no one's watching. I think that's really important. 
you do the right thing even if no one's watching you because then at, at that point you you truly have integrity because you're doing the right thing all the time teamwork going out of your way to make others look good and always being flexible in a changing environment and ultimately i think our most important core value is service doing doing what is in the best interest of others and so we've defined these core values and when we hire we try to hire by them we actually fire by them i recently had a fire at a fairly senior level person because they just didn't have integrity and uh, didn't live up to those values so you can be a servant leader and you can have to make hard decisions as well and 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 just to you know close this off we have a vision which is to be the premier car wash operator and employer by serving others so it's all uh, focused around service to others service to our teammates and, uh, and we try to live and, and die by those principles every day. And, we, and, and we're not perfect. And we certainly mess up. But when we do, we, we pull ourselves up by the bootstraps and, and get after it the second day. Well said. And I think that's a nice transition because I think the car wash is a car wash. If all you expect is to, to get the dirt rinsed and, and scrubbed off your car. But I think with the True Blue brands and that vision and values and the leadership that you've instilled in the organization, it's a little different experience. So if you would walk us through how that leadership and the structure that you've put in place with your people, your hiring, your firing, how does that trickle down into the customer experience when they pull up to a site? Well, I like to think when they enter our site, they pull up to our, our point of sale. And if it's a, a busy location, if it's a very slow location, we hope to have somebody out welcoming them. Part of running a business is also managing expenses. And so we balance uh, how many teammates we have on a property, but our goal is to have somebody always welcoming somebody at the point of sale, which is is where they pull up to the lane. And then we also have somebody always 100% of the time welcoming somebody into the actual car wash itself. And so when they pull up to the point of sale, it's, it's a greeting, it's a welcome. It's, it's asking them if they want to uh, you know, be part of our subscription service, which is an important part of our business. And it's answering any questions. And then as they enter the actual tunnel itself, we guide them in and we have very um, specific uh, guidelines of how we guide them in with a smile on our face. And then when that person actually gets on the rails and starts going through the car wash, we do two thumbs up. So there's a real consistent process that we ask each teammate to do as we're dealing with our customers on a daily basis, because sometimes... Uh, the only interaction they, they have at our car wash is with those one or two people every day. And, and then beyond that, it's as they enter the parking lot, is the parking lot clean? Is there soap? Is the equipment always working? We have you know, a lot of equipment working in these car washes. And so we have a maintenance person for five car washes. And, and it's the entire customer experience from the entry to the exit to the actual car wash itself. And we like to think that we do it just a little better than our competition. Brilliant. I think that is a, a really great breakdown because I think a lot of the audience that listens to this podcast, they're enterprise marketers. And so they're hyper-focused on customer experience. But for them, it's did the website load fast enough? Was the email properly delivered and has the right branded message and the vibe on it? And I think what's so great about what you've accomplished at True Blue and the various brands underneath it is that this experience has been well thought at every stage. You don't forget about them after they are a cash customer. The brand of True Blue wants to make sure that its customers have nice mulched parking lots and flower beds and things like that, because that's what people will remember you by. That's what builds that brand. So I don't know if you had a follow-up comment on that, but I think it's uh, an interesting point to make that a car wash seems so simple and yet the marketing tactics that go into making a big scalable car wash brand that people love and tell their friends about 
is actually far more detailed. And you have to pay attention to those details and really care. So maybe walk us through a, a response to that, if you would. You can have the best marketing campaign in the world. We can do great SEO marketing. We can do great digital marketing with our customers, an incredible Facebook page and website. And all that draws the customer in. And, and quite frankly, I think successful companies do both well. You can be a world-class marketer and, and be, a, be a horrible operator. And quite frankly, um, you get the customers in, but you never get them back. On the other hand, if you don't have great marketing and, and, and great processes uh, and, and great digital to get a customer in, you may never see them. So I think it's actually a balanced approach. I think it's working with your providers, your suppliers that are mar- providing all your marketing uh, materials to get that right and to be that one step ahead of your competition. But equally, and as importantly, if not more importantly, if you don't deliver what you've promised, quite frankly, it, it's a one-time experience. And, and so what we're trying to do is provide great marketing and advertising, but delivering a world-class experience once they get to one of our 61 locations. And I think if you can do both of those and do both of those equally, that's when you have a world-class company. I don't think you have a world-class company doing either of them partially. I think both of them, you have to be on top of your game, but one leads to the other and, and both lead to a top organization and a, and a top company. So I think if you were to jump back in time, maybe 15 years, 10 years, like car wash marketing probably would have equated to being in a great location with a nice sign and and getting a couple million cars to drive by a week or whatever those metrics are. How has that changed in your career? And maybe it's not just car washes, but going back to the, the Jiffy Lube or the Bridgestone, how has some of that stuff changed in terms of these businesses embracing digital and some of the new forms that are out there and getting a little bit more, you know, technologically savvy. Talk us through how those marketing channels might have might have changed and how you've evolved with them. Yeah, I don't think car wash marketing is much different. When I was president of Bridgestone, I had a $150 million advertising budget. And we're going back eight years ago. And much of that was TV radio back even eight years ago. Today, I would bet you, and I'm not running the business anymore, but my guess is it's mostly digital and, and some TV and radio and some billboard and, and some what we call traditional. And I would say in car washing 15 years ago, the only thing they did was send flyers to the mail. It was direct mail campaigns and uh, an aggressive price on the streets. Today, I would like to think that the things that we do around SEO, around the uh, digital campaigns. Yeah, all the paid media stuff. I'd like to think that we are getting as sophisticated because you're, you're reaching people differently today than you reached them 15 years ago. You don't reach them through a TV anymore. You reach them through a phone. And so how do you do that? And, and that's why we, we partner with, with uh, world-class uh, support advertising and, and, and marketing organizations help us do that. Because quite frankly, they're the experts. We're not. We're, we're great car wash people. We're not great marketers. So we partner with great marketers to do that. And uh, I'm very excited right now because we're working on an app that will be rolling out to our three brands. And I think that will put us at one step using geofencing and things to, to put us one step above the competition. We'll roll that out. Yeah, I was going to ask you, I didn't know if it was available to be discussed yet, but I know you guys are working on a mobile app. And what I think is really cool about that is that's just about as cutting edge as, as you can get in, in terms of getting in front of the customer, meeting them where they are. Everybody's in the tunnel. Everybody's got the iPhone or the Android out. And if you have the proper mobile strategy, maybe you start to feel a little bit more like a car wash with a, a tech spin rather than just a brick and mortar retail operation. So I think you guys have uh, the right idea there, pushing into some of those new channels. 
Yeah, we haven't rolled it out yet, and I'm not afraid to talk about it, but, but we do believe that will put us on the leading edge of the industry because even though car washing, and there's a lot of private equity money now in this business, so you're beginning to see this industry become fairly sophisticated. Uh, when you've got capital sponsors uh, and financial sponsors the way that we do now. But I still don't think this industry has caught up to other industries. And I think that will be one thing that will, will put us on the forefront. And quite frankly, we want our customers that when they're in our, our car washes or driving by, car washing um, doesn't change people's lives. But um, everybody likes to have a nice, clean, fresh car. And when they think about a car wash uh, in the areas that we market, and we want to think about us and not somebody else. So I think a few other questions here to, to wrap up. But what, what are some of the KPIs that you use to either measure, maybe it's not marketing specifically, but the overall picture. I know churn is such a big metric for you guys, but what are the kind of two or three main KPIs that you keep your eyes on that makes, that helps you measure? Are customers happy? Are we getting new customers? Is the business growing? What are those KPIs that have to do with marketing that you stay focused on? Yeah, many of the KPIs that we use for marketing are actually KPIs operationally. So you have to look at car count and car count is a direct result of the customers coming in and out of your facility. So that is a KPI. You actually said one, so you know about car washing, churn. We have a large subscription business. 60% of our customers are on monthly pass. And so how does marketing help that? Well, quite frankly, if you're speaking to those customers uh, that are monthly customers through your, through your marketing campaigns, they have a tendency to come more often and, and not to leave. So if I can bring churn from 8% to 6% to 5%, then I am certainly growing my business. Second thing we do, the opposite is selling fast past customers. So if I can go from 2,000 to 2,500 to 3,000 subscription customers a month, I actually have sites that have 9,000 subscription customers. Those customers protect us against, against weather and they're loyal customers. We want to make sure that we're talking to them and um, talking to them regularly. And the only way to do that is through... Uh, well, it will be through an app in the future, and, and currently it's through, it's through text messaging and emailing and, and, and offering great customer service on the, on the site. I know you have a, a sprawling national footprint here, so tell folks where they can come find your washes and what brands to look for and uh, help them get their cars cleaned, man. So we have three brands. In Arizona, we have 22 car washes and the Clean Freak brand. Most of them are in the Phoenix area, but we have them in Yuma and, and Flagstaff and, and Casa Grande, and, and we're growing actually in, in different parts of Arizona. We're also Illinois, Indiana, and in Chicagoland area, all the way in Indiana out to uh, Valparaiso, and all the way to uh, Champaign and, and, and O'Fallon and Belleville. Uh, Springfield, Peoria. So we have 34 car washes in Illinois, Indiana. And then we've got eight car washes right now in, in Rhode Island, Connecticut, Massachusetts. It's one of our smaller markets. We've got, we've got two locations in Rhode Island. We've got five locations in, in, in Connecticut and, and one in Massachusetts. And that's on the personal touch brand. So three brands, personal touch in the Northeast, uh, Rainstorm in the Midwest and Clean Freak in, in the Southwest in Arizona. And we just announced we're moving into DFW. So excited about that entry in, in, in three to six months. And we plan to grow these brands and go from a, a really a regional to a national player in the next three to five years. I was going to say, you guys are still in acquisition mode, right? Maybe there's some folks out there with a couple locations that 2021 is their year. Right, listen, we're, we're looking, we've added, we've added 18 car washes in the last six months. So we've been very busy. We are in acquisition mode and we're still looking for great car washes. We market under the express model. So large tunnels, free vacuums, and, and we have a great financial sponsor. So anybody that's also, that happens to be listening, that's, that's interested in signing their car wash, 
we're all ears because we do want to grow the brand and, uh, and we think that we offer something special to the industry. Thank you so much to Stu Crum from True Blue Car Wash. If you guys have a car and need a car wash, please check out Rainstorm, Clean Freak, and Personal Touch. And keep an eye on Stu. He's taking over the car wash industry. And be on the lookout for that mobile app as well. Stu, thank you so much for the time. This is the Attribution Marketing Podcast. <laughs>